Coming up on 5-Minute News. WHO warns of second peak in areas where COVID-19 is declining. Americans make low-key Memorial Day tributes. And Virgin Orbit first launch attempt fails. It's Tuesday, May 26. I'm Anthony Davis. Countries where coronavirus infections are declining could still face an immediate second peak if they let up too soon on measures to halt the outbreak, the World Health Organization said. The world is still in the middle of the first wave of the coronavirus outbreak, WHO Emergencies Head Dr Mike Ryan told an online briefing, noting that while cases are declining in many countries, they are still increasing in Central and South America, South Asia and Africa. Ryan said epidemics often come in waves, which means that outbreaks could come back later this year in places where the first wave has subsided. There was also a chance that infection rates could rise again more quickly if measures to halt the first wave were lifted too soon. He said countries in Europe and North America should continue to put in place the public health and social measures, the surveillance measures, the testing measures and a comprehensive strategy to ensure that we continue on a downward trajectory and we don't have an immediate second peak. Many European countries and US states have taken steps in recent weeks to lift lockdown measures that curbed the spread of the disease but caused severe harm to economies. Meanwhile, the WHO has suspended testing the malaria drug hydroxychloroquine in COVID-19 patients due to safety concerns. Hydroxychloroquine has been touted by Donald Trump and others as a possible treatment for the disease caused by the novel coronavirus. The US president said he was taking the drug to help prevent infection. The WHO has previously recommended against using hydroxychloroquine to treat or prevent coronavirus infections except as part of clinical trials. Dr Mike Ryan said the decision to suspend trials had been taken out of an abundance of caution. Americans paid a low-key tribute to those who died serving in the U.S. Armed Forces on Monday, with many Memorial Day events cancelled because of the coronavirus epidemic that has killed nearly 100,000 people in the U.S. alone. In some places, scaled-down ceremonies were broadcast over the internet as shutdowns to curb the spread of the virus put a damper on what is usually a day of flag-waving parades and crowds celebrating the unofficial start of the U.S. summer. Spots that would be bustling on a normal memorial holiday had noticeably thinner crowds. Perhaps half of those gathered at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington wore face coverings, recommended as one way to fight infection. Only about one in ten did so on the boardwalk by the beach in Ocean City, New Jersey. With casinos closed, nearby Atlantic City was quiet. Health authorities in California, which has one of the most restrictive coronavirus containment rules in the country, announced that retail with in-store shopping and places of worship may now open. In Fort Walton Beach, Florida, a small group of veterans in uniform gathered in Beale Memorial Cemetery to recite the names of the dead and weave flowers into a wreath in a ceremony that was streamed online. Some of the attendees shook hands with each other and few, if any, wore masks.
In New York City, organisers of a usually large parade on Staten Island instead arranged to have a smaller convoy of vehicles drive around the route. Governor Andrew Cuomo took part in a brief ceremony at the Intrepid Sea, Air and Space Museum aboard an aircraft carrier in New York City's Hudson River. U.S. economy activity in April ground to a virtual standstill and more than 20 million Americans lost their jobs due to the lockdowns imposed in March. Total cases in the U.S. have reached more than 1.66 million, the highest in the world, and nearly 100,000 people have died. Virgin Orbit's Launcher 1 failed to reach orbit in its first launch attempt yesterday, with the mission terminated moments after the rocket's release from its aircraft. The company's Cosmic Girl aircraft, a modified Boeing 747, took off from the Mojave Air and Spaceport in California at 2.56 Eastern after a launch attempt the day before was scrubbed because of a faulty sensor on the rocket. After a 54-minute flight to the designated launch zone near the Channel Islands off the Southern California coast, the plane released the Launcher 1 rocket from its left wing. However, Virgin Orbit tweeted moments later that while there was a clean release of the rocket from the aircraft, the mission terminated shortly into the flight. The company, which did not provide a live webcast of the launch, but instead shared updates via social media, did not immediately provide many other details. Company executives emphasised prior to the flight that simply igniting the Newton 3 engine in the rocket's first stage would be a key milestone for the flight. The company tweeted about an hour after the launch that the Newton 3 engine did ignite. An anomaly then occurred early in first stage flight, the company said. Virgin Galactic spun out the Launcher 1 project into a separate company, Virgin Orbit, in March 2017 based in Long Beach, California. It later established a wholly owned US incorporated subsidiary, Vox Space, to work with national security customers. You can subscribe to 5 Minute News with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please leave a review on iTunes Podcasts or Amazon. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? On the presidencies of the United States, we explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.